so many memories have come flooding back. I put this song on repeat, just crying my eyes out. It made me feel so bloody alive. This song really nails the feeling of nostalgia for a place. And we all just stopped talking and just stared at the radio. Like, what is that? It's part of the noble genre of songs by women about masturbation. I love it. I love that song so much. of the box. Meet people through their music with Ash Berdebez on FBI. My guests on Out of the Box today are a couple of professional full-time kids. They get to make ridiculous sounds and muck around for a living and you'd recognise their genius slapstick or co-ventriloquism anywhere. David Collins. Hello. And Shane Dundas. Hello. Full-time kids. I was serious. Co-ventriloquism. Well, I'm sure she was going to have full-time idiots. But I, I don't mind kids. <laughs> Professional idiots. Professional. P.I. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So. Yeah. You're otherwise known as the Umbilical Brothers. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Or Umbiblical sometimes in America when they yep. don't say a name right. Uh, well, my name's Shane Dundas and they don't know Dundas, the surname Dundas. I have been checked into <laughs> hotels as dumbass. Literally dumbass. Mm. Or dumbass. Yeah, that's Some, That was the other one. <laughs> that was in Literally America. they've written on the check-in, dumbass, Mr. Dum- Dumas. It's an easy mistake to make. Yeah, especially looking at me. Yeah, and mm. after you meet, you not you shouldn't be presented with that when you go. They should get to know you before they call, call you dumbass. Call me a dumbass. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Guys, you guys aren't actually brothers. We know that. Not do as far we? as we know. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you do look kind of similar. We this do. We have I've the realized. same cornetto-shaped faces. The only thing that's similar mm-hmm. is that Shane doesn't have curly hair that yeah. we know of. Yeah. Well, let's just... How about that? That's rather straight as well. Okay. But, I mean, you know, you you can cornetto faces. You've got matching scars. Yeah. How did that happen? You've done your research. (laughs) That's how that happened. Yeah. Uh, We're in Eindhoven in Holland. Eindhoven! Sorry, I've got to say it like that. Yeah, it just they sounds don't like say it like that. Eindhoven! Just... Why do you have to say it? Like, it just <laughs> sounds like one of those names. Yeah, yep. it's been a long time since the Germans have been in... Eindhoven! Yeah, it's been a while. But we were just about to do a show in... Eindhoven! <laughs> How many times can I get you to say it? And we were, and the lights were going down, and uh, they, they were just uh, sort of spraying some smoke on stage because we come out of the smoke at the beginning of this particular show, and it just was bunching up in one corner of the stage. So at that point, I went out to try and swish the smoke around, and at oh, the so very same time, so did I. You just ran through the smoke. Yeah, we were both dispersing smoke, smoke. but in the but. It also was completely dark. Yeah, and, and the curtain hadn't come up and the lights were going down and we smashed into Boom. each other uh, on stage, fell down, complete darkness, just feeling liquid in our hands and you realise that's blood. We were both bleeding profusely from the head. And then we walked to well, like two miles, I think, to the dressing room. We had to go really down several flights of stairs, elevators, everything. This, this, like, this maze of blood. Trail all of the way blood. Down to the dressing room. And, uh, but got, we said, uh, and, and they were just about to bring the curtain up. It was like 20 seconds before they brought the curtain up. Wait, as in you hadn't even done any performing no, yet? No, no, show the, that the night curtain. yet. 20 seconds. And we went, don't, don't bring up the curtain. Don't bring up the curtain. What's the matter, guys? We had a bit of an accident. Uh, and yeah, we. Th- you could see David's, you could see your skull mm. under the under yeah. the, the guy the guy came down with a massive um first aid kit and he he hadn't looked at me yet but he, i saw him put the kit down on the table and he opened it up and he took this thing pile out here he took bandages out there he took this out and took that out and he looked at me and he went 
No, there's nothing I can do for you. And he started putting Close everything back, back into the, into the <laughs> hospital time. Going to the hospital, hospital time, boys. And then they went out and told the audience that the, there won't be any show because there's been an accident. And and 400 Eindhoven's just laughed and and didn't move. Joke of the night. And didn't move. Yeah. And then they were told again, and they laughed and a little less, and they didn't move. And then. The, the, the woman went back on and told them a third time, but luckily, uh, when she was telling them the third time, there was the sound of an ambulance in the distance. <laughs> but it wasn't ours. It they, wasn't. Just, they just took us in this dinky little, like, mini-type car to the hospital. And the problem was, the first hospital was closed. Eindhoven! In Eindhoven, they closed down the first hospital, so we had to look for a second hospital. Mm. And so we, we had matching scars, and we got... St- Stitches and uh, yeah, it was great, great fun. No, no concussion. <laughs> and then went back and we did it a couple of weeks later. We added show. that show to the end of the the Dutch tour. We we like doing our Dutch tours. Great, it's a very memorable performance that you never did. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's time to take our first song. <laughs> I reckon. Mm-hmm. What do you got? I mean, like if you're cool with that, mm, sure. We can yeah. go straight ahead. Sure. So, would you like <laughs> to crank? <laughs> drop the game. Yes, sure. Yes, lovely. Yes, yes. There's. Uh, oh, I love this. Oh, yes. When I when I ask my son what music, my, a lot of these songs are out we use for house music and to get ourselves sort of moving and everything. Yeah, there's certain you. tunes that just give you just the right ama- amount of energy building up to to going on stage. And this one is good to have to start just when the, when you open up the theatre and the theatre is completely empty and so the first the people that are at the front line they come into a I love an empty theatre they come into the empty theatre and this is what's playing. Um, um, I asked my son what I wanted some music for house music, and he just went flume, any flume, any flume. How old is your son? Uh, he is fifteen. Flume's really big with the fifteen-year-olds. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, great plan. Yeah. Well, let's just crank it. Yeah, imagine yourself walking into the theatre. You're ready for a show. Fourteen hundred empty seat theatre, and you're <laughs> the first one in there. And this is and it's the most beautiful sound system you've ever heard in your life. And then two hours later. You you're told out. that you're not going to actually see the performance <laughs> because they're bleeding. No, you're walking out with a sore jaw. I should never have come to see this show. In the- I know, man! I've been seeing, oh, I've been seeing your soul. Give me things that I wanted to know. Tell me things that you've done. I've been feeling old, I've been feeling cold. You're the heat that I know Listen, you are my son I said there's more to life than us Not gonna leave this place with us Drop the game, it's not enough Hush I said there's more to life than rush Not gonna leave this place with us Drop the game, it's not enough I've been seeing you, oh, I've been seeing your soul Give me things that I wanted to know Tell me things that you've done I've been feeling old, I've been feeling cold You're the heat that I know Listen, you are my son Oh, 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 oh 
Listening to Out of the Box on yes. FBI 94.5. My guests on Out of the Box today are the Umbilical Brothers. Yeah, there we go. Oh my God, you didn't have to put the tape on there. Bloody hell. Have you ever had a problem where you've performed to an audience or maybe a few people that just didn't have imagination? Yes, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We were we did our first American tour. Yes, it Bef- was a very big theatre. Uh, that's that's right. It was a no, it's fourteen hundred seat theatre. But because September eleventh just happened, a Americans didn't want to get into large groups, and b they didn't want to laugh. So we were performing in very large theatres because we'd done Letterman and Leno, but the but the people didn't want to come uh so we're in a very large theater and i don't know 300 people down the front and then just no one forever and we heard we can't hear you and this voice up the the way up the back in the darkness yeah, we can't a hear you bunch of just empty seats and then someone way up the back what what dog i don't see no dog well come closer because you can see the what dog i i hear a fly but i can't see it i was of course getting it's, really annoyed he like, really was and i saw shane was about to ready to crowd. i was going no just breathe mate just breathe and then shane went i'm i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna get them and bring them up to the stage so he jumped off the stage ran past the 300 people that were close to the stage ran into the darkness he was gone for i don't know 15 seconds or so and then he I saw this figure running back through the dark oh it's Shane it's Shane no one's with him Rain runs back and jumps back on stage and he says wheelchair wheelchair oh my <laughs> <laughs> that's a true, true story yeah. <laughs> I get the feeling this might happen a lot because you know <laughs> There, there was another occasion and tell me if this is if this actually happened yes. or not where it's- you you had someone from the audience yes. come up after the show yes to try and <laughs> pick up a puppet. This is oh, just man. This is that got out? <laughs> this is, I that did, just happened like I a did, month ago. I did not, I did not <laughs> tell anybody this. Oh. I, I have not told anybody this, and I'm so glad this is out there. So I didn't... There had been some yelling <laughs> from the crowd. There had been some drunken dudes in the crowd. I thought, okay, troublemakers. <laughs> so the show, we just walked off stage, right? And so we were just in the wings, and this dude jumps up on stage and tries to steal this this little puppet that we use Math- in the show. Massive. He's like two heads taller than Shane. He's yeah. much bigger, very, very thick sort of dude. I thought, oh, man, drunken idiot. So I went out there and I ta- tackled him onto the stage 600 people think the show's still going the show's finished we've bowed we've left the stage the house music uh, you know some of that stuff that we're going to play now has come on and they've stopped now they're all watching Shane wrestle this person to the ground and he says it's mine it's mine and I managed to wrench it out uh, out of his 
hand and and I went off stage and was he drunk so no he no, was not he drunk wasn't. but uh, what oh what actually there's a bit of the story that we left out um before the show I got a message from a um a mother to say that um her autistic son was coming to the show and he wanted to meet us after the show and he's a big fan of ours and so I um, just tackled an autistic guy and um, wrestled him in front of 600 people and uh, he's one of our biggest fans and he loved it he absolutely (laughs) loved it that makes everything okay (laughs) (laughs) litigation nothing the puppet did have a rip in it but we didn't we uh, ripped his face half off Uh, but uh, yeah we we hugged it out later on in a a nice way not in a wrestling way that is fantastic yeah oh my god that worked it was so embarrassing but as I walked off I was just thinking is that Tyrone? Yeah, Tyrone, yeah, Tyrone. I think that may have been Tyrone. I've just, in front of everyone, (laughs) (laughs) awkward. Um, That is is the the best story ever had on the show. That is, like, terrible and then also great. Uh, We've got more of them. I'd love for people that I really look up to, you know, musicians or whatever, to just occasionally tackle me. That would be great. If you could have any uh, (laughs) famous person tackle you, any hero, who would it be? Um, well, it depends what sort of tackle you want. I wouldn't mind Nick Cave tackling me, but he'd just bounce off me, surely. He's just <laughs> bones and skin, isn't he? These days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I probably would have had the young Jackie Chan, back when he was doing crazy stuff, tackle me. Although that would have been more dangerous. When you say crazy stuff, what are you talking about? Back in his early Hong Kong movies, the, the fight scenes and the stunts were just incredible. The movies were never great, but the fight scenes were great. But these days, the movies aren't great. And the fight scenes are a bit dodgy. So if he tried to tackle me these days, he'd actually be on a pulley. And they'd <laughs> wheel him in and go, <laughs> and he'd tackle me. It so he'd be, have a little chop hand out and they would actually move him push forward him on, to yeah, chop you. He'd be on wheels. Just, <laughs> I'm going to chop you now. And he'd <laughs> chop me. Do the flip, Jackie. Do the flip. I'm t- no. Come I'm, on. Do the flip, Jackie. Do the flip. Do the, do the flip. Do the flip. Just one more time, Jackie. Come okay, on. I'll do the flip do one the flip. more time. Oh, oh. Get hit by the car, Jackie! I don't want to do the car. Do the hit no, by the car, Jackie! I've I've Come on, Jackie! Just one ago. more time. Okay, what? I'll do the car one more time. <laughs> do the bus, Jackie! I don't want to do the. Please bus. get hit by I'll the bus, Jackie! The bus, please. <laughs> Just one more time, Jackie! I feel it for Jackie. <laughs> I'm feeling it for Jackie these days. Painful. Sandra Bullock. I'll have Sandra Bullock uh, tackle me. And it just turns into a love fest. Oh, you touch me. Touch me, Sandra. Touch me. Oh, tackle me. All right. I, I think it's time that. to go to a song Ooh, because Sandra. things are getting serious. Oh, so. <laughs> That's the tackle music, Sandra. Come on. Mm, hit me. <laughs> All right. Well, yes. let's work on got? a track by Art of Sleeping. <gasps> now, why Art of Sleeping? Uh, look, seriously, this is just a, a we just like this track, and it's got sleeping in it. We just like sleeping because we travel a lot. There's there's not much of a story to this to this song. In fact, there's no art to sleeping. <laughs> yeah, you're as, as tired as we are on on tour. There's no art to it. It's just a newish song that we like, and um, yeah, yeah. really, and it's probably going to hit. It's going to get into our soundtrack, our um, house music. Yeah, yeah. Nice. One question though: hmm. weirdest place you've slept on tour. Calton Hill in Edinburgh. That's a hill in Edinburgh. Um, <laughs> if anyone's been to Edinburgh, it's this hill, and it's got this, uh, it's like uh, the Acropolis on top of a hill. Yeah. And uh, we, I think we went there one night and just, we were there all night mm. and you know, ended up sleeping there. It could have been dangerous. It was all right, though. 
in the end. Morning creeps in and you swear that you love me once. But your promises break and your words are empty and small. Furious soldier, flash of steel, scream at your father's ghost. It turns out the one that you broke was the one you loved most.
on FBI 94.5 that was Parlez Vu Francais by Arpa Science brought in by my guest today Umbilical Brothers and Shane has only just seen that video yeah. thoughts thoughts uh, I find at uh, the beginning it's only at the very end when the guy comes out with the tank that I really thought tank, they, yeah. they really were taking uh, what we were doing so yeah, I'm, not I'm as, actually okay not as, not as bad as I, re- as I remember it actually yeah, mm-hmm. yeah okay good well I'm glad that no one's too bummed out and we got to hear that song as well. So yes. everyone wins. Still, I wish we were in it. <laughs> she could have used us. Really? Yeah. I thought they did could an okay it. job. And up before that, you heard Art of Sleeping with yeah. Above the Water, mm. brought in by Dave, mm. because he never gets to see his son. And what was that? Oh, what was son. that line again? Uh, <laughs> oh, your son needs a father. Let it go. You did that. Wow. Oh, that's under the water. You're singing, you're singing under the water. Above the water. That's better. Above the water. Now you're under again. So. I think he's drowned. Speaking of your kid. Okay, now we've got we've got Shane still. Yes. yes. David's dead. He's <laughs> <laughs> right. still with us. So, I mean, you, you have a kid. Yes. Have you seen him watch you? on any of your shows when he was a little kid because it's kind of the the routines that you guys do and the work that you guys do it's very you know physical slapstick hilarious mime i can imagine that would have been like the funnest thing to see your dad doing 
ever. Yeah, he got over that real quick. Really? Real quick. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm performing. I'm not watching him perform. I don't think I've ever watched him watch me perform. I think. I guess he was would have been too old to watch the Upside Down show and you know be of that age. Well, he used to watch the rushes of the Upside Down show, so you know he was probably a bit sick of the show when it came out. But uh, I think the rushes were the more important, more interesting stuff when you say yeah, Shannon. Yeah, yeah. Stuff that was left on the f- cutting room floor. The family which is, is always the most critical uh, <clears throat> critic. The family because they've seen everything, and so you know, my mum, if she sees something on TV, she'll she'll say, "Oh, I've seen that before, Shane." <laughs> Come it's on, time for some new material. Oh, we got 15 hours worth of material, for goodness sake. <laughs> Mums. <sighs> your, your Upside Down show, that went really well. Yeah. That was something that even I watched, and I was much too old to watch it. Yes. That's the idea. For it to be, yeah. you know, <laughs> normal <laughs> thing to do with your afternoon. Yeah. Amazing work. Thanks. But why didn't it go for a second season? Like, why did you it tell just us? stop in the middle of... What was the most awesome kids' show that's ever been made of all time? Uh, we have no idea. There's there's always internal politics. There's stuff that goes on. It won a, a Logie. It won an Emmy. Uh, kids loved it everywhere, uh, critically loved. And then they said, mm, no, no more. They didn't find out that we kidnapped kids and just keep them in basements and stuff, did they? They didn't find that out. No, no one no. knows about that. Nobody knows no. about that. Um, so no. while you were, sorry, while you are making that show... And then this show, so this show, came, the show, the the Umby show at the moment came out of the things that we couldn't do with that show. Yeah, I was just about to go after that. <laughs> we, so, your mind um, always goes into weird, terribly disturbed places when you're making stuff for kids. I don't know what it is, but I think the Wiggles must be terribly disturbed people. <laughs> During the making of the Upside Down show, yeah. there were certain things that you couldn't really mm. see edit into an actual kids show. Oui. What kind of things would they call cut on? that you did? Well, anything that got remotely violent, anything where anyone was hit by any, any, anyone else, we couldn't even jump on the couch, which that got a bit ridiculous. Really? Yeah, we, had a, we specially uh, made a, a reinforced couch so that we could jump on it, and we went to jump on it, and they said, no, sorry, some, some, some parent in Iowa is going to sue you when their kid jumps on the couch, so you, you can't do that. I wonder if anyone got sued about the whole Oprah episode with Tom Cruise jumping on the couch. I'm sure there would have been some kids at home. There you go. Doing a thing. Oh, that we was daytime TV. Precedent. Mm-hmm. We needed it's not that. Fair. Dang it. Yeah. And was was there any other content besides the general violence? Couldn't content? swear. Couldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. No drug references. You. You couldn't. The violence. Yeah. Uh, but you know the show. It, it could be viewed on drugs. It was show. made for stoners. Yeah, yeah. five-year-olds and stoners. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Uh, yeah, Good anything. broad market. Yeah, yeah, bad language, anything remotely uh, bad. in la- You couldn't call anyone any- anything bad. So then all. Kids Show, which is your new Kids Show, mm-hmm. and it's called Kids Show, mm. yes. is all of those things that you couldn't do. Yes. Yeah, and it is us. It's us, uh, our versions of us, trying to do an actual Kids Show, but one thing after another goes wrong in this process to the point where kids cannot seriously cannot watch this show it's a kid show that cannot be viewed for by children has anyone tried to bring their kid along to the yes, show they have because we did the the kids we did the upside down show so we've had just two that they're told when they buy their tickets they're told when they walk into the theaters they're told every step along the way that it is not for kids and they always go it's the same thing no my child can handle it they're normally sitting in the front row. There's, there's, you know, we've had an eight-year-old in the front row, and the show's happening, and the eight-year-old is just loving it. I'm looked down in the front row, and the eight-year-old is bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, just, oh, just loving it. And the parent is looking up like, oh my god. 
God, what have I done? What have <laughs> so, I done? Oh, this is going to have so much explanation in the car ride home. No. What would they need to explain to the kid? Like, can you give me an example of something that this eight-year-old child might be seeing unfold on stage? I go down on Shane during one <laughs> moment. How would you explain that to a child? When I kneel in front of Shane. When a man Shane, loves his friend very much. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's all about love. So that's, <laughs> that's acceptable, isn't it? Uh, there's a lot of bad language. There are some drug references. Uh, yeah, sexual references, of course. Um, what else? A lot of swearing. A lot of swearing. A lot of swearing. Um, so uh, all of that stuff kids love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the parents. Parents should not bring their kids. Uh, Sounds good. In yeah. that case, what are the dates? They are June 19th to 27th. Well done. In Sydney. Yes. Yeah. At the Rose Packer Theatre. Oh, yes, STC. yes. That's right. It used to be called the Sydney Theatre and then they decided to confuse the punters by just naming it a name. It's weird. That'll be happening June 19th to 27th. Whole run of dates. All right. Well, then let's take another song. Okay. How do you feel about Kendrick Lamar? How do you feel about Kendrick I Lamar? I feel very fond of Kendrick Lamar. We love him because to us he sounds like Adam Sandler doing a crazy voice. And we're just wondering if, you know, he actually talks like that. Yeah, too. does he? It's, it's this, always this curiosity. Is he speaking like that in everyday life, you know? It, does he speak like how he sings? Yeah. That's what I want to know. When he's at the movies asking for a ticket, does he talk like that? Is, is I want to hear your impression of Kendrick Lamar asking for a ticket. I need to hear him. All right. Let's hear a bit song. of a sample here. Yeah, we'll give it to you. This is a word. That's not him. And that's not him. He's coming any Some second now. There we go. That's Adam Sandler trying to rap, right? Can I have two tickets to Titanic, please? <laughs> <laughs> no, I am old enough. Look, I'm old enough. I got my own. I got a hit record. It's had 22 and a half million views. I mean, we've got weedy voices, but if yeah. this guy can make it, then we can. Yeah. It's, there's That's hope right. for all of us weedy voice It's a success losers. story. Well, Kendrick Lamar, it's not what I'd call him, weedy voice, but I guess you're right. This is I by him. This is a world, this is a world premiere. This is a world premiere. I've been through a whole lot. Trial, tribulation, but I know God. Satan wanna put me in a bow tie. Pray that the holy water don't go dry, yeah, yeah. As I look around me, so many motherfuckers wanna tell me. But they know me gon' never drown me. In front of a dirty double mirror, they fell me. And I love myself. The world is a ghetto, big numbers and dicky eyes. I love myself, but they can do what they want whenever they want. I What you gonna do? Lift up your head and keep moving. Or let the paranoia haunt you. Peace to fashion, police, I wear my heart. On my sleeve, let the runway start. You know the men's about do love company. What do you want from me and my scars? Everybody lack confidence. Everybody lack confidence. How many times my potential was anonymous? How many times the city making me promises? So I promise this. I love myself. The world is a ghetto, big guns and dicky I love myself. These days of frustration keep y'all on tuck and rotation. I duck these cold faces, post up e five four for faces. Dreams are reality's peace. Blow steam in the face of the beast. The sky can fall down, the wind can cry down. The strong in me, I still smile. I love myself. The world is a ghetto, big guns and dicky 
Should I? 
the best Should I join your superhighway Cause you say that it's correct Just want an answer I can trust Things I should be doing Ain't the same as things I must Tony Soprano is a teacher I respect He has always been there when I take a nasty step trade if you'd prefer you'll look at me ways that i've never looked at you and i'll step back still wondering what you're thinking i should do You are listening to Out of the Box on FBI 94.5. My name is Ash Bernabez. You've got to get out of the box. Get out. Do I have to stay in here or I can get out? Get back in. You get out get of back me. in the box. Now get out again. In, in oh, the box. And out. Work out now, I'm out. I'm not going to continue it's, with this. It's a good, it's a good... Um, Exercise regime. What? Getting, getting in, in and, and out, out of, of the box. Get out. Get in. Get out. Get out. Get up and boogie. Come on. Get out. Get in. Get in. Get out and boogie. Come on. Get out. Get in. Get in. Get out and boogie. Come on. Get out. Get in. Get in. Get out and boogie. Come on. Welcome to out of the box. Out. Out of the box. I'm actually going to use that as yeah, a sure. show sting. That's I cool. Bet you thanks. Thanks for the yeah. Thanks, Annie. Free vocal work. <laughs> yeah. It's been great. Hmm. So I should probably clarify that my guests on Out of the Box today are the Umbilical Brothers. Hello. Hello. Dave and Chen. Hello. Hello. Good to have you here. Thanks for um, I think maybe it's worth doing a segment called Did You Actually? Because there are a lot of things that I found online that I was just kind of like, that literally cannot have happened. Mm. That is ridiculous. Mm. Okay. Hit mm. me. Did You Actually? Should we make a theme song for this? Did you actually... Did you actually get booked for a bar mitzvah? Yeah. Um, early days, early, early days, days, yeah, yeah. In, in Sydney? 500 bucks we made for that. Yeah, sweet. Um, and the the, uh, the parent or parents couldn't afford to send their child to Israel um, for the bar mitzvah, which is a, a thing. Um, I know, because I make Jews. I'm uh, not Jewish myself, but I make them. Uh, um, I've got a couple of Jews running around my house. Your good lady is Jewish, right? Hey? Your good lady. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. She's, she's, she's Jewish. Yeah, that's how you Thanks make them. Thanks for clearing that for me, Yeah, yeah sorry, you, you didn't get that? Yes. That clear. No, I've made two of them. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Jew maker. Um, 
And uh, so he couldn't <laughs> afford to take his uh, child to Israel, so he built a life-size replica of the a part of the Wailing Wall. Yeah, the full thing would have been uh, too big. Yeah, for that I, I've never seen it, but I imagine it's larger than yeah, it's uh, a couple that. of meters. Yeah. It was like a Wailing Partition. But, and yeah. it, it, was, it, was, it was made out of it was it was made out of um, uh, paper mache, and we performed in front of a life-size replica of the Wailing Wall. The only problem was back then. Our act was pretty much just explosions and guns, mm. so it just was a little awkward. Yeah, the, wow. It, the kids loved it, and the safe sex. Did we do the safe sex? We wouldn't, wouldn't, we wouldn't have done the safe sex routine because that was it was just sorry. explosions, guns, and uh, impressions of people preparing for safe sex. Did yeah. the guy who booked you know this was your shtick? Uh, I, th- I, I don't think, think they so. thought we were a band. Yeah, they thought we were a band, but the kids loved it. But the kids loved it. But all the parents were just going, "What is going on? What have we done?" Mm. That's five hundred dollars down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> it's embarrassing, embarrassment money for mm. us, wasn't it? Has there been any other shows, like things that you've been booked for? Actually, w- Woodstock '99. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. did Woodstock '99. We did the East Stage. Uh, we went on after James Brown in front of a hundred thousand people. Killed, killed it. Basically, they introduced us as drug inspectors. <laughs> so have you ever had a hundred thousand people booing you? We have. <laughs> And so we came on and we went, uh, okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you, you may have taken some illegal substances. The important thing is that you remain calm. And basically we transformed in front of the old. Basically gave 100,000 people a drug experience. <laughs> yeah, oh. they loved it. They loved it. 100,000 people, first of all, going, what the hell's going on? And then laughing is uh, really good. Yeah, and we walked off stage and there was this guy, uh, Wavy Gravy his name was. He was at the original Woodstock. Mm-hmm. And he said, that was cool, guys. But he was walking a fish on a leash. So I don't yeah. know if that's, yeah. that's really an endorsement. Then we went to the West Stage and performed only in front of a few thousand people and um, and died in the ass. I think they call it in, a, in America, died in the ass. We'd only got like, we hadn't even, we were walking on stage and we, because we went on after a band called Mo or something and they were a lot harder. They had tattoos and they, were, they weren't they were James Brown. And uh, <laughs> and so the, the, the few thousand people in there were, were all... <laughs> Fans, that's the sort of fans, and so we were walking on a stage, and we and we heard, "What the fuck is this shit? Um, get off! You suck! You suck!" And we 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 actually aborted. Are we halfway through? We sort of just left. We just left and went. Let's stay in touch. <laughs> we walked off. But the, the bad thing about that was right mm. that uh, we had done so well on the east stage that they had so- decided to broadcast oh, no. our west stage appearance no. on pay per view. Yes, live across America. So, wow! So that was the shortest show. Yeah, no one saw yeah, us killing had. everyone. So everyone in America oh, saw no. us dying, and see, and it's the only twenty-five years. I think is the only time we've died. I think is yeah. it the only time you've actually walked off stage. Oh yeah, 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 Just, yeah, yeah, definitely. Being yeah. Forced yeah. off by hate. Yes. Wow. Uh, that was <laughs> so that happened to you guys. And that's yeah, not yeah. that's not hate to San Francisco. No. That's just hate. That was in a, a festival of love and extreme hate. That, that year. <laughs> was yeah, that's the one that ended up in flames. Yeah, up in, things burned down. Mm-hmm. Mm. There was another season of yours that didn't go terribly well. Sorry to you know. What do you mean? I, s- I said it was the only one. What have, <laughs> who have, we, who have we been talking about? Look, I did some research. Yeah. Yes. Who have we got? And I know that you had a run of shows in London. Oh. Yes. And oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, how great would that be to perform in London? Nice. And yeah. you, you were quite well known at the time, probably mm. would have done quite well. Mm. But something happened around the corner. Yeah, well, we'd just been nominated for the Perrier Award, which is the big comedy award in Edinburgh. And we had this season on the West End. 
And then three days into the season, they, uh, the IRA had left a bomb in a phone booth just around the corner from the theatre. So we went to do the show that night and everything was cordoned off. The theatre was cordoned off, everything. Because they'd broken an 18-month ceasefire that day, wow. three days into the run. And uh, so, yep. And then our Sorry. first, and I think I mentioned before, our, our first American tour, four days into that, September 11th happened. So there was a time when we thought, it's, it's us, it's us. But it hasn't happened for a while. Touch wood, touch laminate, whatever this is, touch metal. We got a track to take now by the Jane Doe's. Yeah. How do you know these guys? Uh, we got we know uh, the lead singer and a guy who effectively is the Jane Doe's, Andy Tubman, mm-hmm. a, a friend of ours from LA. Speaking of Speed Mouse, he wrote the music for Speed Mouse all throughout Speed Mouse. Yes, yes. And uh, he's a music therapist, and he wrote this song about his musical therapy uh, with uh, dealing with people with all, all kinds of problems. problems in mental institutions and and uh, how they process information and uh, how they feel stuff. They don't necessarily feel stuff the way we feel stuff and if, if you listen to the lyrics it's it's interesting uh, how uh, feelings get expressed through other uh, senses and if you, and as a side note I attempted to sing this at my father's funeral three weeks ago
listening to Out of the Box on FBI 94.5 and my guests are the Umbilical Brothers so that's David Collins <laughs> and Shane Dundas <laughs> You sounded a little like Kendrick Lamar then <laughs> on the way <laughs> and the song that you just played that you brought in mm. was Can You Feel It by the Jane Doe's yes and so you were saying something about the, the front man who's a mate of yours and, and his line of work now what was, what was the story that he oh he, he's a musical therapist but he was he was uh, I'm pretty sure she was an Indian last little, little, little girl that he was doing musical therapy with and I'm not sure what her problem was but um uh, he was. He went to the after the the session. He went to the parents and said her breathing is a bit weird. She's she kind of she was kind of breathing, and they were saying yes, she does that t- for attention. Um, and he went okay, okay. And then he'd had another go with her, and he said no, it's different from how she normally she normally is. And they got her checked out, and she had um, uh, holes in her heart. Yeah, she had something wrong with her. Right. He could uh, he could tell that it wasn't really for attention. She was just... And he wasn't <laughs> a heart specialist. He's not a no. heart specialist. Well, not that sort of heart. He's a beautiful soul. But, yeah, uh, he's a soul specialist. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great track. So that's by the Jane Doe's. Definitely worth looking them up. And all the tracks that you hear today are going to be listed on the FBI radio website on Out of the Boxes page. And nice. you can... Uh, See them there? Yeah. Find them for your very own even? Yeah, Jane does just new album just out a couple of weeks ago. It was awesome. It's yeah, awesome. Great, yeah. great, great. Andy Tubman. Look for that name. Tubman. How do you get for a school with a name like Tubman? Tubman. Mm. So you guys have been doing what you do, which is what muck What is it? What do around. we do? Well, you muck what around. You yes. muck around and you make noises. Mm. Yes. And people enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah. So it's far. kind of a weird, like, co-ventriloquism thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And there is literally no singular term for what you do. Mm-hmm. But you've been doing it for 20-odd years mm-hmm. now. Yes. Odd, being do the operative you word. you have, yeah. as people who are you know, in, in the comedy trade, I guess, do you have any advice for people who are trying to make a career out of making people laugh after all these years? Do what you like. Uh, don't try to be someone else. Although uh, a lot of comics do, if they admire someone, they kind of try to be that comic before they find your own voice. But the thing is finding your own voice. What do you like? You know, don't don't necessarily try to be like the guy you like. Just just and and don't don't give a shit. 
in the right kind of way. I think that that's helped me because I used to suffer from stage fright. But if I go on stage and not give a shit, but in the right kind of way, it's really constructive. So come to Sydney and see our show and see Shane not give a shit. <laughs> so Shane, how do you minimise your shit giving? Because I think that that's... <laughs> uh, that's shit giving uh, minimisation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you should run a course on that. I'm sure mm-hmm. you'd make a buck out of it. Well, uh, just uh, this, this isn't curing cancer, I think is the important thing to remember. It's not that important. And in I fact, no, they say laughter is the best medicine. Oh, it, it's, <laughs> Maybe it could cure it's, cancer. It you is don't know that. In that way, it could present, prevent it, that's for sure. But if you go in with the right attitude, like if something goes wrong, this is all a joke. I mean, we're doing comedy here. If, if we have the right attitude, if everyone has the same attitude in the room, as we've found when our, our computers have completely just gone out and we've, our lights have gone out, our sound has gone out on stage, we've all had the right attitude, we're all sharing in that joke. It doesn't matter, you know. It's comedy. Because we've had that recently. Yeah. Uh, mics disappeared. Uh, computers crashed. No, no light, no sound. Take your penis out, everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's funny again. <laughs> That's the backup. <laughs> In that sense, actually, speaking of penises, so, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> just wait just wait and see where I go yeah, with this. Yeah, I would love to know. No, I just, I just want to kind of know a little bit more about your... The, the lineage of your craft that sounds really technical but I mean the things that have to happen in history in you know the comedic arts or performance arts for you to basically do what you do now which is you know David miming taking Sean's penis and turning it into a balloon hat mm-hmm. and wearing it <laughs> mm. So how, how did that happen? How did that come yeah, about? As, yeah, as in, you know, what kind of things had to happen? You might say, like, mime. Did you study mime we, and stuff like we that? We actually, we met in acting school mm-hmm. in Sydney. It was a three-year theatre course, so we intended to be serious actors. But I think meeting each other threw us off that path, basically. So what what did happen was we, we, we studied mime, movement, sound, uh, you know, singing, all that stuff, and we just started taking the piss. So it's, it's like a healthy disrespect for tradition. You can recognise the tradition, you can learn the stuff, but if you have a healthy disrespect for it, you take it off on different angles, you know, on different directions, and, and that's, that's what comedy is. What is not supposed to happen right now? And how can you surprise people with that? You know, what is the thing that, is, that really should not happen right now? And how do you make that happen so people don't see it coming? That sounds like the exact philosophy of your upcoming show, Kids mm. Show, that's going <laughs> to yes. be in Sydney yeah, yeah, from absolutely. 19th to 27th yeah. of June. Definitely worth catching. And yeah, yeah. Uh, how much tickets can you can you say? <laughs> You're asking the wrong people. <laughs> You're asking the wrong people. I don't uh, know, man. Yeah, ask old Mr. Google. He usually <laughs> helped Google you out. Tell us. Yes. Anyway, yes. I think we do have time for one last song. So, where should we go <laughs> from it's here? Up, baby. It's up, baby. And um, why this song? We like this song because um, it's it kind of got a bit of a story. It's kind of like our show. It's got a little bit. It's got a what kind of seems like a story, but also there's bits and pieces that it's kind really of come together to put together. I mean, mm. it, it's a rapid narrative, but there's it's so dense. And that's that's what we try to do. There's a, there's a dense thing going on, and there's a story going on, and there there's layering, but you don't necessarily notice it until you listen to it very carefully. Like the instrumental, uh, the instrumentation sounds a bit straightforward, but really, if you listen to it, there's much more layer going upon on. layer upon layer, and it's about a creative soul and how to create is is what it's all about. To, that's one of the most important things in life, just to create art. Thanks so much for coming on the show, guys. I've had a 
weird and wonderful time. Lovely. Thank you, my dear. Us <laughs> too. <laughs> Cheers. Yo, ask her. Hey, Lucy, come here. Eyes cut Lucy. City born into this world with no knowledge and no regrets Had a piece of yellow chalk with which she drew up on the street The many faces of the various locals that she would meet There was Joshua, age 10 Bully up the block who always took her milk money at the morning bus stop There was Mrs. Crabtree and her poodle She always gave a wave and holler on her weekly trip down to the bingo parlor And she drew Men, women, kids, sunsets, clouds And she drew Skyscrapers, food stands, cities, towns Always said hello to passers-by They asked her why she passed the time attaching lines of concrete But she would only smile Now all the other children living in or near her building Ran around like tyrants soaking up the open fire they would say, hey, little Lucy, when I come jump double dust, Lucy would pause, look, grin, and say, I'm busy, thank you much. Well, well, one year passed, and believe it or not, she covered every last inch of the entire sidewalk, and she stopped. After all this, you're just giving in today? She said, I'm not giving in, I'm finished, and walked away. Wait, wait, one, two, three, that's the speed of the sea. A, B, C, that's the speed of the D. You could dream a little dream, and you could live a little dream. I'd rather live it. The dream is always chased, but never get it. One, two, three, that's the speed of the sea. A, B, C, that's the speed of the D. An introverted somewhat right. Basement apartment in the same building she grew up in right. She traded in her blue barrettes for long locks Held up with a clip Traded in her yellow chalk for charcoal sticks And she drew Little Bobby who would come to sweep the porch And she drew The mailman delivered every day at four Lucy had very little contact with the folks outside her cubicle day But found it suitable and she liked it that she way She had a man now Rico Similar Herman They would only see each other once or twice a week on purpose They appreciated space And Rico was an artist too So they'd connect on Saturdays to share the pictures that they drew Look. Now every month or so she'd get a knock upon the front door Just one of the neighbors Back the nice people, she was a strange girl, really Say, hey, Lucy, wanna join me for some lunch? Lucy would smile and say, I'm busy, thank you much The neighbor'd make a weird face the second the door shut Then run and tell her friends how truly crazy Lucy was And Lucy knew what people thought but didn't care Cause while they spread their rumors through the streets She made another masterpiece One, two, three, that's the speed of the sea ABC, that's the speed of the D dream a little dreamer, you could live a little dream I'd rather live it Dreamers always chase but never get it One, two, three, that's the speed of the sea Lucy was 87, upon a deathbed At the senior home where she had previously checked in oh. Traded in the locks and clip for a headrest Traded in the charcoal sticks for arthritis It had to happen, and she drew no more Just sat and watched the dawn Had a television in the room that she never turned on Lucy pinned up a life's worth of pictures on the wall And sat smiling, and looked each one over just to laugh at it all <laughs> Narika, we had passed about five years back So the visiting hours pulled in a big flock of nothing She never spoken much to about the spanning of her life Until the day she leaned forward, grinned and pulled the nurse aside And she said, look, I've never had a dream in my life because a dream is what you want to do but still haven't pursued I knew what I wanted and did it till it was done So I've been the dream that I wanted to be since day one Well, the nurse jumped back She never heard Lucy even talk especially words like that She walked over to the door and pulled it closed behind And Lucy blew a kiss to each one of her pictures and she died One, two, three, that's the speed of the sea ABC, that's the speed of the D You can dream a little dream or you can live a little dream I'd rather live it Cause dreamers always chase but never get it One, two, three, that's the speed of the sea Live a little dream, I'd rather live it